Could you use a little bit of scripture encouragement today, my friend? I think for all of us, the answer pretty much every day is yes and amen. We all need more Bible, more Jesus in our lives, in our homes, in our family life. And so today we're going to dive in. We're going to take a look at 10 different scripture passages um, just straight from the Bible that are an incredible encouragement and, and a motivator and just scriptures that will cover your home and your heart with grace. So I am really excited to dive into the Bible with you today, my friend. We are going through um, some of my personal favorite verses in the Bible, and they're my favorite because they've been powerful in my life and um, especially in my relationships and family. And that is exactly what this podcast is all about. So welcome. Um, You are here for episode 167 of the Love Your People Well podcast, where we are all about deepening and enjoying our family relationships. We want them to be healthy and happy and holy. And the Bible helps us in all of those areas. And that's why we're taking a look at it today. And maybe you've already started some sort of Bible reading plan for the new year. That's a really popular New Year's goal that a lot of people have. Um, For myself, I, one of my goals, I talked through that a little bit on Tuesday, um, but one of the areas that I want to continue to deepen in this next year is prayer, which really stems straight from the Bible and God's word. Um, So there's basically never a wrong time to open the Bible and seek God's wisdom. And there's never a day when we don't need the encouragement and the truth that comes from God's word. That's why we're diving into it today, my friend. Um, But I, I will just say, if you don't have a great Bible reading plan yet for this year, or maybe you're feeling really confused. Like every time you try to read the Bible, you kind of start strong and then fade fast, or it's too confusing, or it's too boring, or too difficult. Um, I do have a freebie that might be helpful for you, the 45-Day Holy Habits Bible and Prayer Challenge um, to take you for 45 days into the most popular um, passages and, and stories of the Bible with some very simple questions to think through every day, some very specific prayer prompts every day to build a habit and to build confidence in reading God's word and coming to him in prayer. So if you are looking for a free resource to get you started this year, let me recommend The Holy Habits. Uh, You can find that over on the freebies page at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free. There are other goodies there as well. Um, And I honestly don't remember off the top of my head if the 10 Bible verses we're about to talk through are a part of the Holy Habits Challenge or not. I don't remember. Um, But I do know that they are passages that I have mentioned before on the podcast. They are passages that are very impactful for me. And I know that they can be and will be very impactful and encouraging for you. 
as well. So let's dive in. These are not in any particular order other than the order that they popped into my brain. (laughs) But uh, we will start probably with my number one, my favorite chapter of the entire Bible. That is Colossians chapter three. And I would really encourage you to take a few minutes and read through verses 12 through 17. And for the sake of time, I'm not going to fully read all of the scriptures. I mean, we have 10 different passages and each of them is more than one verse. Um, I'm not going to read through all of them right now, but Colossians chapter three, verses 12 to 17 is such a beautiful passage, specifically speaking to the reality that we are God's chosen people. We are holy and we are dearly loved. And therefore it tells us exactly how to approach family relationships and family life. We should clothe ourselves with certain attitudes and characteristics like compassion and kindness. We should forgive each other, love each other. Um, And then I'll I'll just read one verse out of these, what, five verses (laughs) Um, where it talks about letting the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. Um, I mean, talk about what we want our home life to be like, filled with the peace of Christ, filled with the message of Christ, filled with songs and hymns and songs from the Spirit. And then it closes out here in verse 17 and says, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. If you just want to memorize one verse this year, that would be a good one, my friend. (laughs) So I would really encourage you as you are praying for your family and reflecting on the year ahead and where your relationships are at, Colossians chapter 3 verses 12 through 17 are very powerful and encouraging verses about how to engage with one another in family life. All right, let's take a look now, number two, at Galatians also in the New Testament, Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 to 26. And again, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it talks here about, again, how we should be interacting with one another as believers. It talks about how we do not live according to the flesh, but we live according to the Spirit. And then it spells out some of the acts of the flesh Um, fits of rage and jealousy and envy and and all sorts of things. And then it contrasts that with the fruit of the spirit, which you might be familiar with. Um, That's verses 22 and 23. And uh, my friend, I pray for all of us that our homes and our family relationships are filled with this fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is a beautiful passage to to not just give us like a do and don't list. Um, It is not that simple like, oh, okay, I just need to be kind and not, you know, be jealous and envious and like, boom, check mark, 
family life is good. I'm going to enjoy it. This takes a work of the Holy Spirit. And it can really help us to notice day in and day out. Ooh, am I living from the flesh in this moment, in this reaction, in this conversation? Or am I allowing myself to be led by and filled by the Spirit? So that is Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 to 26. And then the next verse I want to hit on is um, it's one simple verse. So I will read this one. This is Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. And this verse says, The wise woman builds her home, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. And if you've been listening to the Love Your People Well podcast for a while, you might remember that back in the spring of 2023, um, we did a deep dive. I mean, I think a 12 or 12 to 15 week series really unpacking this one specific verse. What does this really look like? How does a wise woman build her home? And maybe more importantly, how might a foolish woman unintentionally be tearing her home down with her own hands? How how does our mindset impact that? How do our, how does our emotional control and our anger management impact that? How does the fun that we try to have with our family impact that? What about forgiveness? I mean, we really unpacked a lot of components to how we build up our house, build up our family relationships, and how we tear them down. So you can scroll back through the podcast list back to the spring and see some of those episodes diving into Proverbs 14, verse 1. Um, You can also find kind of an ultimate guide on the blog um, if you just head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com and look through the blog or do a search for like ultimate guide. (laughs) I think that might be the only one that I've titled ultimate guide at this point. Um, But you can read through kind of the the big bullet points from what we looked at there. Um, But whether you go back and you listen to my thoughts on this verse, or you just sit with this verse yourself in your quiet times with the Lord. I mean, that's really where the whole series came from for me is that I had, what, two or three months at the very beginning of this year where this one verse from Proverbs 14 just hit me like a ton of bricks in the way that only God can, where it's secretly an encouragement and a great gift and an incredible blessing. So that's Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. Um, And actually, I built an entire devotional around that verse and my sitting with it, meditating on it, wrestling through it, talking through it on the podcast. Um, So you can grab that devotional on the website as well. It is called Building a Home of Godliness and Joy. Um, There's Clearly, there's a lot on the website about this one particular verse, Um, but that's Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. And then let's stick with Proverbs for our fourth Bible verse that would be such a blessing to spend some time in this year. And that is coming all the way at the end of Proverbs in chapter 31. Um, And if you've been in Christian circles for a while, you've probably heard of the famous or infamous, depending on your perspective, Proverbs 31 woman. And we're not going to unpack all of that 
today. <laughs> and we're not going to read all these verses today because this is like 21 verses. Um, but it's the epilogue to the book of Proverbs, which of course is the book of wisdom that God specifically labels as the book of wisdom. And this epilogue has the little title, The Wife of Noble Character, which of course is not just a wife, it is a woman. And yes, she's a wife, and yes, she's a mom, and yes, she does these amazing things and brings such good and blessing to her family. But ultimately, if you spend some time sitting in these verses, Proverbs 31, verses 10 to 31, we see a woman who is leaning on the Lord, and it concludes in verse 30, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And oh, my friend, how we need to be that woman. If we want to enjoy family life and have deep, healthy and happy and holy family relationships, we can't rely on our beauty and we can't rely on our charm and you know, that behavior modification and getting our kids to do what we want and getting our husband to do what we want. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. Fear the Lord. Live for him in the ways that he calls us to live. That is how we are not only praised, but that's how we enjoy life. Because that is the good life. And I'll pause here as we are taking a look through these 10 different scripture passages, um, because I want to invite you to join me inside the Faith Fiverr Club, uh, where every month this year, we're doing a new thing inside that private community, every month focusing on a different theme that is central to enjoying family life. And there's a workbook for you in there, and there's a private podcast with Um, scripture encouragement each week and like a deep dive into the different topics each week. Um, There's journaling prompts and 30-day activity challenges. There's all sorts of extra perks there inside the Faith Fiverr Club because the ultimate goal is that we will not only deepen our, our skills and our strategies for how to approach family relationships, but that we will put the Lord first and build our family life on the foundation of Christ and not our beauty and not our charm. And we are diving in this month in January. We are taking a look at the spiritual disciplines, seven different habits that the more we get comfortable with them and build them into our life, meditating on the word, studying the word, prayer, worship, fasting, Sabbath, fellowship, every single week, Obviously, you can do in the club as much or as little as you want, as is realistic for you, but it is set up so that every week, together as a community, we can be diving into these spiritual habits that grow our faith so that that faith can be fruitful and be a blessing and ultimately not only bring us joy, not only honor the Lord, but deepen our family life. And so I want to invite you to join me there, um, especially if I'm talking through these passages and you're thinking, oh, wow, this is a lot. This is overwhelming. How is anyone supposed to do this? Um, You're not supposed to do it alone. I will definitely vouch for that. And so you are invited, my friend. It is only $5 a month. 
Um, I do expect that that will go up in the future, but um, it's such a blessing for me and, you know, why not do it with others? (laughs) And so as I have dived into these topics, um, I've kind of been able to put it together into, like I said, a workbook and some, some extra things to help all of us. So the link is there in the show notes description, or of course on the website, it is our Patreon community for love your people. Well, the faith fiber club, you are invited. Um, so I wanted to put that out there, especially as we're looking through these Bible verses, because we're talking about spiritual disciplines this month, studying the word meditating on the word, praying regularly and consistently, among other things, of course, that are common spiritual disciplines. So you are invited to that. Let's take a look now. We've talked through one, two, three, four. Number five on my list here is still from the New Testament. Most of these are from the New Testament. We're going to take a look at Philippians chapter two, verses five through 11. And this is such a beautiful passage to meditate on, to practice that spiritual habit, that spiritual discipline, and just sit in the word. Um, These verses tell us in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And then it walks through what that mindset is, the humility of Christ and how he has been exalted because of that. And so I think anytime you're reading the Bible and it says, well, in your relationships with one another, do this or be like this. Well, my friend, that is exactly where we need to pause and sit and read it and reread it and memorize it and think about it and wrestle with it and pray about it. Because if you want a happy marriage, and you want to enjoy parenting, and you want to find meaning and purpose in the stress and the craziness and the busyness of Christian family life, then this is what our relationships need to look like. Doesn't mean it's easy, but it it is very clear. And so Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11 is a wonderful place to sit with the Lord and to pray for your family relationships through the course of this year. Now from here, um, the next one on my list is actually two, no, two, no, three, three chapters, um, which really we're going to talk about just the beginning of it, but all three chapters are wonderful. And this would be the Sermon on the Mount, which is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapters five through seven. And right at the beginning, let me pull it up here on my computer. Um, Right at the beginning is where Jesus gives the Beatitudes, which is a very famous and popular part of the Gospels, but especially the Sermon on the Mount. And this is where he's saying, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the meek. And he's walking through who is blessed and how are they blessed. And if you want blessing for your family, for your home, Well, this is a great place to focus. Uh, But then really reading through the rest of the Sermon on the Mount, it talks about judgment and forgiveness and so much more. And it's an incredibly powerful passage of scripture for many reasons, including the impact it can have on your family relationships. 
Okay, we're going to keep going. The next um, passage of scripture, there the, the same parable is told in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 6 and the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 7. Um, and we're going to take a look. We'll just stay in Matthew, since we're already in Matthew, and jump to the end of the Sermon on the Mount. And this is the parable where Jesus tells us, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And it talks about rain coming down, a storm coming, but that house does not fall because it is built on the foundation of the rock. But if we don't put the words of Christ into practice in our lives, in our homes, in our families, then we're like foolish people building our house on sand because when the storm comes, that house will fall over. And I think we all know it is not a question of if a storm will come into our life. It's just a question of when and how firm is our foundation. So that's Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Or if you prefer in the Gospel of Luke, that's chapter 6, verses 46 to 49. A um, really, I guess it's not necessarily a parable, more like a metaphor. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Those are some powerful Bible verses. And that is how we want to build our house with wisdom by doing what Christ calls us to do. All right, we've got three left, my friends. We're going to jump back into the Old Testament to the Proverbs in chapter 24, um, verses 3 and 4. I'll go ahead and read them since this is very short. It says, By wisdom a house is built, and through understanding it is established. Through knowledge its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Now, I'll just say, since I talked a whole lot this year about Proverbs 14, verse 1, a wise woman building her home, yes, by wisdom, a house is built. It's saying the same thing. And this is a great, simple little passage, two little verses here to meditate on and focus on and think about wisdom and understanding and knowledge and the treasure that comes from that. We'll go ahead and stay in the Old Testament. This is our ninth scripture passage we will look at here from Deuteronomy chapter 6. And Deuteronomy might be one of those Old Testament books that you skip over like all the time because it's in that section where it's just kind of long and dry and, and kind of difficult for us to understand in our modern context. But these verses are so powerful for every Christian parent. Because they very specifically tell us how to disciple our children and what to prioritize in our parenting. I'm not going to read it to you. Go read it yourself. You can find it right there online. It's Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 12. If you ever wonder, am I really prioritizing the right thing with my kids? Are my conversations meaningful? Am I going in the right direction? These verses will answer that question for you and point you in the right direction. And then we're going to close out back in the New Testament in Acts chapter 2, just a few verses here, verses 42 to 47, 
which is often applied to the church as a whole, which makes sense because it's talking about the early church and how the believers all had fellowship together. But the family unit is ultimately just a miniature church, (laughs) husband, wife, kids, and you're united around Christ and you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you're trying to follow the will of the Father. And so our family life should model a lot of what we see happening in the church, not necessarily, of course, the structure and the bureaucracy and the red tape, and certainly not when we see the hypocrisy of our leaders or we experience hurt from the church. Obviously, that is not what we want to model our lives after, our families after, nor is that, of course, what God wants or intends for his beloved church So going back to Acts can be so helpful. And here in chapter 2, verses 42 to 47, we see the church, so our families, it says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Okay, so that's the Bible and church and preaching. Devoted themselves to the word and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And it talks about how they lived in community together. They praised God together and the Lord was growing their number daily, which of course that's definitely speaking more to the church as a whole and not necessarily to your individual family. Um, (laughs) You can only add but so many people around your actual kitchen table, but around the Lord's wedding feast table, the numbers are limitless. So that is Acts chapter 2 verses 42 to 47. Another encouragement for you as you think about how do we want to, how do you want to engage with your husband and with your kids, with your family over the course of this next year? Now, my friends, if you are thinking, wow, Jessica, that was a lot of scripture and I don't know how I'm going to have time for all that. Let me remind you to grab a freebie to just get into the word, start praying, build some comfort there. Um, You can grab my free 45-day Bible and prayer challenge called The Holy Habits. Just head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free. Um, I would invite you again to join us in the Faith Fiver Club to go deep into some really practical, helpful topics all year long. This month, we're focusing on spiritual disciplines, which include meditating on the word, studying the word. How do we do that? Why do we do that? Dive in with us over there in the Patreon community because that is really great stuff. And if you just specifically are thinking, I want to go back through these Bible verses in more depth, well, then head over to the blog because I have a whole blog post um, which spells out all of these verses we've just talked about. Um, And, you know, sometimes reading it or, you know, then you can pin it and go back to it later on Pinterest or whatever. Um, whatever works for you, but that might be a helpful go-to place if you're wanting to dive deeper into these particular scriptures, um, but you're driving and you didn't have a pen and you're wondering, what do I do now? (laughs) Well, just head over to, again, loveyourpeoplewell.com, head into the blog, and you will find all of these 10 scriptures listed out for you. You can find those devotionals. You can find those freebies. Ultimately, Friends, I hope that you know whatever it is that you are focusing on with your family, whatever you're reading through in scripture or praying about, 
sit there with the Lord. There's no magic formula. There's no, you know, perfect scripture that, oh, if I just read that one, or if I just said that magical prayer, everything would be great. It is a long journey and the Lord is in it with you. So let me close us out with a quick word of prayer and we will wrap up until we're back next week. Holy Father, I thank you for every woman listening. I thank you for the husbands you have given us and the children you have given us and the homes, Lord, that we are building with your wisdom and for your glory. And God, I pray that your message, your word will dwell among us richly this year. Help us to fix our eyes on Christ and to build our homes, build up our families through wisdom, relying only, Lord, on your grace. Pour it out with great abundance on our homes and our family relationships this year. And I pray all of this trusting in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, my friends, make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review and all the usual things. Grab those resources, dive in deep, and we will be back next week with more biblical encouragement and practical tips for how to love your people well. All right, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.